Hello, uh, thank you so much for joining us for today's session. Um, as you understand, over the last uh, over the last few years since March 2020, uh, the world has actually been thrown into a conundrum. We've actually been having um, a lot of these uh, lockdowns due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And as entrepreneurs, it is um, it is vital for you to actually survive. It's a question that we've been getting a lot from entrepreneurs. So they, they were actually asking, saying. Uh, we, we are actually in a difficult period. How do we go about it? How do we make sure that our businesses survive? Well, today we, we actually want to have this discussion whereby we're going to be taking you through some tips that you can actually use to boost yourselves and boost your revenue as we are actually in this um, COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Tamuka and today I'm actually joined by the MAJ CEO, Mr. Jerry Monyazungu. Mr. Jerry. Thank you, Tamuka, for having me. Uh, thank, you. thank you so much for, for joining us here. So, as you understand, uh, just to delve deep into the topic, many entrepreneurs have actually been crying. If you can actually hear the popular phrase in Zimbabwe, Pakaipa. Exactly. If you actually ask someone, how is everything going? The response, the default response now is Pakaipa. You're just sitting. Mm. And then you just hear someone say, ah, Pakaipa, which actually means that uh, for most people, things are not well. Yeah, but for yeah. entrepreneurs, you have to keep pushing. That's right. How do we, how do we go about it? Yeah, uh, thank you very much for, for that question, I think uh, one tip which I want to give people is most of the people, they are not 100% committed to whatever they are doing. Mm -hmm. Because if you know that, uh, I think there's someone actually has used a phrase whereby he says, when you know that you're left with, in, this 20, in 24 hours, yeah. you say they're going to die or are supposed to close a deal, you can make it. Because you know that it's a matter of life and death. The thing is, most of the people, they are not 100% committed to whatever they are doing. Yeah. Yeah, if you're running a business, sometimes I, I see people like, uh, instead of actually pushing their products, mm -hmm. I've uh, gone through some timelines of uh, other people. He's uh, busy speaking, uh, posting about something which doesn't even concern them, but they post little about their business. By the end of the, the, the day, those guys, they'll say, Kutipaka Ipa. So it's always it's a matter of attitude first. Okay. So I would like to first touch on, on attitude. You are supposed to just commit and commit 100%. Attitude and commitment actually plays a pivotal role in actually increasing yourselves as a business. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying to the people is um, we need to actually have people who are dedicated to whatever they are doing. Instead of a matter of uh, when you're an entrepreneur, you're just going to work 8 to 5. Most of the entrepreneurs, especially those who are into business of repairing computers, yeah. uh, I think it's now it's a norm in their industry. Yeah. They get to the office by 10 o'clock, they leave at 3 o'clock. Because why? When they were still employees, they felt as if the employers were actually taking advantage of them or they were being abused by saying you should actually get to the office by 8, 8, 8 a.m. Instead, when you're now an entrepreneur, you're supposed to even work five times harder than when you're working as an employee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, that's actually that's actually very interesting, especially the part you highlighted uh, to say when you're an 
an entrepreneur, you have to work five times as hard as compared to maybe when uh, someone is an employee. Maybe um, just to reflect, because speaking to most of uh, speaking to most of my colleagues, people who are actually in the art candies, who are being driven to entrepreneurship, you actually hear like what they are actually saying to us, saying, "I think I can be an entrepreneur, number one, so that I can be my own boss, so that I can actually be getting into the office at ten um, every day, so that I can be doing whatever I feel like doing whenever I feel like it." Most, um, because the general session is to say, for someone to be an entrepreneur, maybe something that uh, that buys you freedom, that freedom to do whatever you want, to actually maybe work less. What do you actually have to say to, to people who, who have that particular view of entrepreneurship? Uh, thank you very much. I think that's the biggest problem we have, especially in this country, because most of the people, they think if I start my own business, uh, I'll get a little bit of money, because... You are you at a company. Maybe that company is actually selling something for $1,000. Then maybe total revenue, they are making $20,000. And maybe I paid $500. So what you think is, when I leave, I can easily get that $20,000. So you'll be targeting that $20,000. But what you, people, they fail to understand is, when you are now an entrepreneur, all the responsibilities are now on you. But... What I want to differentiate maybe is mm. the word entrepreneur according to me. Yeah. I think an entrepreneur is not someone who has founded an organization. Mm -hmm. An entrepreneur can be someone who joins someone who has already started. Mm -hmm. So someone who has got an entrepreneur in mentality, especially if we join a small company which has got a bigger vision. It's unlike joining maybe a company which is as big as Stan Big Bank. Yeah. A company which is now as big as Econet. Mm -hmm. I think those who actually joined in, 2000, in 1998, mm -hmm. when Econet was starting, I think uh, up to 2005, 2007, yeah. they were still, they, 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 they were not yet a big company, a very big company. Mm -hmm. So those who joined, most of them had entrepreneurship mind. Mm -hmm. Those entrepreneurs like the likes of Douglas Mbawin, for example, can't you call them entrepreneurs? Yeah. Those are entrepreneurs. But we have got people with employee mentality mm -hmm. and employer mentality. Mm -hmm. So when they leave employee employment, mm -hmm. then they are now into they are now employers. They will start experiencing the problems they were causing to their former employers. Mm -hmm. Because remember, like RMNJ, I've got a team of forty-two people mm -hmm. with different way of doing things, different attitude. Mm -hmm. Some of them they are typical employees. Yeah. You're eight to five guys. Mm -hmm. Some of them, they're employers mm -hmm. because they, they want to build this thing. Mm -hmm. I founded MNJ, but it doesn't yeah. mean that I'm the greatest entrepreneur in MNJ. I've got other guys who are there, the likes of Tamuka, mm -hmm. the likes of Simba, the likes of Tendai. Mm -hmm. Those people, they've got enterprise mentality. They want mm -hmm. to grow the thing. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, when, you, when these young people, they leave employment, they get into, sometimes they're actually mm -hmm. leaving a company which was going to grow uh, yeah. their 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 net worth mm -hmm. maybe into millions or even not even not maybe even billions of yeah. dollars, but they just want to own a small mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. Starting after starting, you start to experience that you, do, you want rent. Yeah, you yeah. want salaries. Mm -hmm. You have got people problem. Mm -hmm. Most of the entrepreneurs or the successful businesses, those people they don't even have time to sleep because they're supposed to work. Five times harder than what you're doing 
in order for you to reach to that 20,000 which you're talking about. So it's not yeah. as easy as most of the people think. Mm -hmm. You are not having a responsibility. Yeah. Sometimes, like, if, if you're in a car rental industry, I, I, I was actually liaising with one of my friends, Mr. Alex Maseri from the Best Car Rental. Shout mm -hmm. out to him. Yeah. He's bought about 25 top-of-range vehicles, mm -hmm. but to him, it's still insufficient mm -hmm. because of his industry. Yeah. But imagine if you buy a 4x4 mm -hmm. and you are now driving a D4D. It's a dream for someone. Yeah. But someone has bought 20 of those, but they are not yet satisfied. Because why? Yeah. The clients, they actually need about 100 vehicles. Mm -hmm. So so when you get into this thing, when you buy two vehicles, you can celebrate. But when you start seeing your clients, they actually demand more vehicles. You can notice that, no, I haven't done anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which, is, which is actually interesting. I think um, there is uh, there is something pertinent that you said. So I was saying uh, for for one to be an entrepreneur, they really don't need maybe to go out there and uh, start their own thing. Maybe just uh, just reflecting and coming back to the to this period that we are in, where maybe a lot um, because a lot a lot of business owners right now they have a very big headache, even when it comes to people. Mm. So how how how, how crucial is it um, to have people who are entrepreneurial in nature in organizations when it actually comes to sales yeah thank you very much because actually sales plays a pivotal role in any organization it's actually mm. the lifeblood of any organization be it a church yeah because you can't be a church without a congregation very you true. need to sell mm. your you, whether it's your pastor or your prophet yeah. is to sell sorry not your prophet your prophet <laughs> Yeah, they have to sell their name out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they sell their name out there, mm. it means people are going to come to the church, they're going to pay tithe, ETC, they're going to grow the church. Which is true. So you can't build something like, if you look at a church like Roman Catholic, mm -hmm. that's big, that's massive. Yeah. If you look at small churches which are coming up, there are some which are growing in terms of congregation, mm -hmm. so you have to sell. And yeah. sometimes you sell by actually preaching the right word. Mm -hmm which can easily relate with the, the people you are preaching to. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes you need to perform miracles yeah. for the people to come in their numbers, especially women. Mm -hmm. They like miracles. So what I'm saying to you is, as a business now, uh -huh. we just have to behave like that. Uh -huh. You need to grow your souls. Your souls. Mm -hmm. In growing your souls, in growing the clientele best, you need right people in terms of the sales team. Mm -hmm. That is one of the most difficult part of getting yeah. the sales people. I've actually committed to say, I don't have a problem, even if I've got a source person today, then tomorrow they leave. In the first days, it used to actually bother me. But what I've noticed is after reading a lot of books, after making a, a research, <laughs> it's very difficult to find A players. Mm -hmm. So A players, they are the ones who can treat the company as theirs. Yeah. Yes, the A players normally... They are the entrepreneurs we are talking about. Mm -hmm. they, are, they are worried, they are deeply worried mm -hmm. if sales drops. Yeah. They are concerned if, if something actually goes wrong. Mm -hmm. So in building that team, I think entrepreneurs who are out there, small business, large business, we have to commit each mm -hmm. and every day when you're moving around, getting into chicken in, getting into a shop, when you're moving around, seeing those people. At, I think uh, last week, I saw some girls who were distributing flyers. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, I'm not forgetting the insurance mm -hmm. company they're distributing on, on mm -hmm. behalf. Mm -hmm. These girls are fully committed. You can yeah. see that this person is a salesperson. Exactly. Don't be worried about the qualifications. I know. Mm -hmm. I understand. Most of the companies they are still into 
uh, they're, uh, they're looking for qualifications, yeah. which is a big problem, mm -hmm. especially in this country. Mm -hmm. You're looking for your master's. You're looking for your diploma. You're looking for your degree. That's the biggest mistake. Yeah. Someone can pass that degree, but it doesn't make them a, 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 an A player. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make them the entrepreneur we're actually hunting for. All right. So All right. we need to see people who are committed, people who can fight, people who are willing, who can... Those who want to grow the company, people, they say, I don't want people who are motivated with money, but I want people who are hungry for money. Yeah. Those people who can do anything in order to get money, who can, who can knock car windows mm -hmm. to actually distribute those flyers, getting as, as many numbers as you can. Mm -hmm. I actually, when, she, when we exchange the numbers, mm -hmm. we actually exchange the numbers yeah. because that person is a prospect mm -hmm. in terms of joining my team. Because mm -hmm. I need those people who are not shy, People who can do whatever it takes in order yeah. to grow themselves. Yeah, uh, which is, I think that's actually perfect advice. People, you should actually have people on your team who are willing to do whatever it takes, who are willing to go the extra mile in order to grow, in, in order to grow the company, in order to grow the business. And maybe just to ask, because um, I understand we have salespeople who are also watching. Mm. Maybe salespeople who work in other organizations. Mm. What what advice would you actually have for a salesperson who's watching right now, especially in this um, in this period that we're in, in order maybe to 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 actually become a star in terms of uh, in terms of in terms of sales to bring value to the team where where, where they currently are. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, what what people must do is, uh, if a salesperson who is out there, mm -hmm. I understand that most of the people they like selling, they yeah. like money, they're mm -hmm. given commission sheets. You can actually calculate because I yeah. always say, if you're, if a salesperson, if you if you're given a commission sheet, and if you can't calculate mm -hmm. how much can you make after maybe selling ten thousand, yeah, how much are you making after twenty selling twenty thousand? Mm -hmm. You're not hungry enough. Mm -hmm. You must be, those people are the most advantaged people because why they're working for commission. They can determine, they can create their own economy. Mm -hmm. They can make up to thousands. They can make yeah. a lot of money. They can even make more money than the owner of that company. Mm -hmm. Or the biggest shareholder in that company. That's mm -hmm. if they're they going, willing to go all out. So mm -hmm. what my advice is to those people who want to grow their souls, especially during this period. Number one thing which you're supposed to do Check in your contacts. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing you're supposed to do. Grow your power base. Yeah. Add as many contacts as you can each and every day. In my phone book, I think I've got 7,352 contacts yeah, wow. currently. Wow. So what I want to yeah. do is, and you know, this book called Chanted Vendor, if I've got 7,352 people in my contacts, yeah. why can't I sell to 5,000 of them? Mm -hmm. Why can't I make them buy? Yeah. So this is the whole concept. Mm -hmm. Create as many people as you can. And sometimes people, people, what they don't understand is selling is like it's an art. It's something which you're supposed to train. Unfortunately, people, they think that if you, if you go to a diploma, do a diploma in sales, if you do a, a, a right now, I think, uh, a Institute of Technology, they are not offering a sales and marketing degree. Mm -hmm. If you do that, you might think that, no, you can now sell. But unfortunately, yeah. you are supposed to every day, especially personally, every mm -hmm. day I'm training sales. Mm -hmm. Whether it's in my car, mm -hmm. when I wake up, it's a 10-minute, 20-minute video of trying to understand what is sales. All right. What is prospecting? Yeah. What, what can I do to actually grow my sales? Mm -hmm. So this is something, what I will actually educate them is to, if a salesperson is out there, 
start reading books. If you don't like reading books, check on YouTube. Get as many sales videos as you can. Take as many podcasts as you can. Instead yeah. of watching television, dedicate your time. Because if you don't understand the game, imagine Tamuka, yeah. you are in, you are, you are, imagine maybe you can get a, a, a job at Barcelona. You are mm. enrolled in Barcelona. Yeah. You are now playing alongside Messi. But you mm. don't even, even have any clue mm -hmm. of soccer. So, are you going to thrive? And not at all. Are you yeah. going to be happy? Uh, not at all. It's impossible mm. to be mm. happy because why? You don't understand the game. Okay. So sales is something which you're supposed to, People, they think if you do a diploma, if you do a sales degree, you're done. But unfortunately mm. with sales, it's an ongoing. Mm. Every day you have to learn something new. Every day you have to revise. Because sometimes when you activate, let's say you're, you're activating your power base. Yeah. You have learned to close. Sometimes you now know to say, you now know if someone says your price is too high, mm -hmm. you now know how to counter that. Why yeah. do you say your price is too high? Uh -huh. You see? Uh -huh. You now know how to actually do all these objections. It's something which you're supposed to raise. I also encourage the source people, instead of just calling clients mm -hmm. or starting going to the meetings, they should raise every day. Mm -hmm. They should do those mock-ups yeah. with, with, with their colleagues. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trying to do ob objections, mm -hmm. trying to answer those objections, trying to counter all those objections. Mm -hmm. This is what is going to win you sales. Mm -hmm. Sales is not about being charismatic. It's not about being, uh, I'm an extrovert, I can talk too much. Mm -hmm. It's about a skill. All right. Someone all actually right. said, when you're selling, it's 47% the salesperson, 53% yeah. the client. Yeah, yeah. So your main, your, your, your main, what you're supposed to do is you need that client to start talking to you. Mm -hmm. He should actually tell you all the problems they are facing. Mm -hmm. And you can now proffer with the right solutions. Yeah. This is all of what I can say to the, to the salespeople out there. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you very much uh, for that. If you're a source person, I think you heard it yourself. You should actually be an active, uh, an active learner. Learning doesn't stop, mm. especially when you're in sales. I think you actually, you, you also raised uh, something that is, uh, that, that is pertinent. And I understand you've been in the sales industry, I think, uh, for over 16 years now. Mm. And maybe just to, just to bring you back to the year 2007, 2008, mm -hmm. was, uh, there is a chapter that I actually read in the, in the chartered vendor where you are actually speaking about sales mm. and your experience in sales. And I understand that when you have vend, I think... Uh, was those were actually some of the difficult years economically mm, mm. but you actually managed to thrive and you actually managed to 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 even sell more if you want to learn more about actually everything to do with sales this book is actually loaded uh, with that information so maybe if uh, if i may ask taking from your experience uh, back then in those mm. years how did you uh, and i think it can actually relate because if you can actually find maybe 2007, 2008, we're in, we're in a difficult period, mm -hmm. more or less like what you're experiencing now. Yeah. So, 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 so when it actually comes to even things to do with, uh, with customer service, with customer retention, what, what lessons would you actually have for entrepreneurs, things that they can actually do to help take care of their customers, especially in this period, to help retain their customers? Yeah, thank you very much. What I would like to say is uh, in 2005, 2006, 2007, things were very, were very hard. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, it, things are hard right now. Mm -hmm. But I think back then, things were even hard, more yeah. harder. 
uh, because yet looking at 2008, inflation yeah. was 231 million, million percent. percent. Uh, shops were empty. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very difficult to find goods. Mm -hmm. I still remember when I was selling airtime. Yeah. Uh, at one time, at one point, I was the only one we had uh, the mango or the mm -hmm. teleso uh, mm -hmm. airtime cards. The whole Budiriro in Glenview. Okay. So those things would sell like hotcakes. Mm -hmm. So it was a matter when things are hard. The advantage is you can, most of the people, they relax. Mm -hmm. But I was hungry during that time and I was in my, 19, in my teens. Okay. 19. But I was All competing right. with people with uh, more than 30 years and mm -hmm. I was beating them in the game. Both why? I was hungry. You need yeah. to stay hungry. That's the, that's the, that's the main point. Mm -hmm. And also, what I want to, as, as entrepreneurs, as companies, what I did in, during that time was I started by selling airtime. And I realized that the ATM business was capital intensive. Okay. So what I had to do, there were some ladies who fellow fellow vendors were selling bananas, they were selling uh, cigarettes, right. they were selling um, sweets. Okay. I didn't know that sweets have got about 200, 200 to three hundred percent profit. Right. I was making a right. lot of money. Right. So I noticed when they started selling, so these ladies, they're disadvantaged. They would come to the market at around eight. 8, 7, 7, 7 a.m. Okay. And my advantage was I was the first one at the market. 5 okay. a.m. I was already there. Even right now. Yeah. As we are also building image, I think mm. we're always the first and mm. maybe the last to leave. Mm. So people would come asking for cigarettes. People would come asking for sweets. And oh, they'll yes. say, but why are people constantly? So I'll say the numbers. I said, no, this business I think has got money. And I was also struggling to balance my ATM business. Okay. It was capital intensive mm -hmm. and it had got a small profit margin. All right. So I decided to sell all my B, my, my, my ATM cards. Mm -hmm. And I went back to, 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 I started doing sweets, bananas, donuts, freezes with yeah. this other girl. Okay. So I started making a lot of profit. Mm -hmm. My money doubled from 12, 12, that was uh, those days we had funny, funny figures. Oh, I think right. it was around 120,000 to something like 600,000 in oh, a right. short space of two weeks. Wow. I doubled, tripled, mm -hmm. quadrupled that money because money was there. Oh, so right. what you are supposed to do also as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. sometimes you want to venture into videography, mm -hmm. but you might not have the equipment. Yeah. So what do you have to do? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need to start by doing photographs in order mm -hmm. to buy the equipment, the equipment to do the, what? the photography. Right. So what I mm -hmm. did was I started building that business. It grown, it, it, grow, it, it actually grew and uh, sweets, bananas were selling. Uh, I bought my, my payphone okay. in three months. I was now doing, you know, those payphones, those big yeah. Siemens, they used to have uh, better network than any other phone during mm. that time and phones were still very scarce so i yeah. started doing this payphone this payphone i was the only one doing the payphone business okay uh it's corner patrend and willowville making a lot of money so you had the blue ocean it was a blue ocean because right. what i did yeah. was always like what you are saying blue ocean is very important even mm -hmm. right now at mnj when you're a business mm -hmm. when you see yourself start selling to your competitors yeah it means you are eating the right notes okay so it's a matter of when your competitors they start coming to you mm -hmm. demanding your products and your services mm -hmm. it let's say if someone was doing maybe maybe engine cleaner mm -hmm. 
you can rather than focusing on the engine cleaner start manufacturing the container okay when you start manufacturing the container it means you can now sell to your fellow manufacturers of the what the engine cleaner oh, which is very very interesting yes so that was uh, that is what i started to do mm-hmm. unfortunately or unfortunately yeah. i had my fellow uh, this guy came to our our corner patrenda and willow it was this people used to do mini cobs some were doing a lot of things so this guy came he came we actually interacting together every day sometimes i could leave him with my 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 payphones mm-hmm. so he started noticing the money i was making and he said because oh, yes. he was doing he was um you know that is the time people started burning mm-hmm. that's the time people started exchanging money your runs with runs were actually more popular than the us dollars right. so he was uh doing runs exchange usd exchange so then he bought a, a payphone he mm-hmm. became my competitor from okay. my colleague from my friend where i was now in competition right. with him so what i did was i bought another payphone i had now two mm-hmm. because i didn't want my people to actually queue for a long period of time all right um i i thought when you came into the business this is my end since this guy was on wheelchair yeah. this guy was more popular in the area than me mm-hmm. but amazingly i started that's why i learned how to my pr was good with my mm. people i had my own clients mm-hmm. uh i started doing it until in in space of about three months this guy right. actually quit okay he actually right. quit the payphone business because he, he noticed mm. that he wasn't making as much money as he was expecting all right, all right. so this is what i want to tell the entrepreneurs it's always about creating blue oceans mm-hmm. it's always about uh, uh going to those places where your competitor cannot reach yeah. you, you easily i uh, know i think uh, that's that's actually perfect it's all about creating blue oceans and i think as you were actually speaking about uh manufacturing the container kings i was actually i i was thinking about the gold rush was it is actually said that in the gold rush of the 1700s mm. the people who made the most money were not the people who were actually looking for the gold mm-hmm. but the people who were selling the tools to 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 the miners mm. which is which is interesting and as you were speaking another thing that i thought um this other day i was actually going through twitter and then i saw a tweet by a certain person um mm. they tried to sell a service to a client mm. and then the client asked them to saying uh, try to to justify your price mm. And they actually said uh, I, I I blocked the client mm. because there was no need for me to actually maybe justify um, the 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 price that I have. Mm. And may, may, maybe just to ask, was um, from my understanding, maybe if a client is asking someone, maybe you as an entrepreneur, as a business person, if a client is asking you to justify the price, maybe what they need is they need to understand the value mm. of what they are actually of what they're actually going to get. And right now I think um for for most people and uh, for most businesses one of the key reasons why um most sales have actually been slowing down is that people right now especially when things are tough people tend to actually maybe be stingy with their money because they would want to see value before they actually get to spend it uh before they actually get to spend money so what advice would you actually have uh, for entrepreneurs who are actually selling their services or their products to what 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 can they do 
to your build the value of what they are selling to the to their customers yeah thank you very much i think uh, i'll start by uh, answering your questions uh, like what you're supposed to do as an entrepreneur yeah. number one it's not always about the price mm -hmm. people they don't buy because of price yeah if people really they were buying because of price mm -hmm. i think people in Pezzanam were supposed to make more money and build a uh, bigger business than Edgar's. Than Edgar's. All right. But you look at a jean in Edgar's, mm -hmm. a, a, a pair of uh, uh, jean trousers. Yeah. It's selling for about $50, mm -hmm. uh, $60, mm -hmm. $70. Mm -hmm. But someone in Pezzanam is selling maybe that same jean yeah. at about $20. Mm -hmm. But people are flocking into Edgar's. Into Edgar's. They, I think recently they actually opened another mm. branch in Kwame Kuruma yeah. for Jet, which means their business is growing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is the business which never, I think it's one of the biggest businesses which never closed shop. Yeah. For when things were hard in 2005, they were hit with the wave in 2008. Mm -hmm. Right now, they're still open. Mm -hmm. So it's something people, they don't buy because of price. People, right. they have to start understanding People should start building value mm -hmm. before someone asks them to explain about the price. All so right. how do you build value? Mm -hmm. Smiling mm -hmm. actually build value. Yeah. Your dressing, your dress mm -hmm. code, mm -hmm. it can build value. Mm -hmm. The car which you're driving mm -hmm. can also build value. Mm -hmm. The way you are going to answer someone on phone, mm -hmm. the way you are going to interact with someone, even on yeah. the phone. Because what yeah. happens is, People, they don't know that you can feel that someone is smiling exactly. on the phone. Yeah, yeah. You just someone smile. doesn't want to speak to me. Mm -hmm. Someone doesn't have confidence in what they are really selling. Mm -hmm. So what I want to say to people is people should invest in building value. If you've got a boutique in the first street, yeah. why can't you start giving drinks? Mm -hmm. I think we've got companies yeah. which are now giving. If you, if you give someone a Pepsi drink, it's five rand. Mm -hmm. Maybe so this, that person is coming in to pay, like ours, we sell yeah. systems. Mm -hmm. Some, that someone is going to pay $1,000. Mm -hmm. So just giving them a, a small, a, a, a small, a small, a small, a small, a small gift, a small yeah. refreshment, that is building value. Mm -hmm. Because they, they, these people, when they come to you, they've compared with your competitors. Yeah. So if you've compared with your competitors now, you actually know that, mm -hmm. no, I wasn't offered this. Right. So you're right. never going to get resistance when it's come to what? Mm -hmm. To price. Mm -hmm. So price is a myth. People should compete selling right. based on price. People should start investing into building the value. The value. People okay. must start understanding the problems. It's like someone wants a suit mm -hmm. because they've got a wedding yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. And someone who wants a suit just for, to feel good. Mm -hmm. Those are different clients. You right. must know how to save these clients. All right. So thank All you right. very much. Uh, which is which is amazing. So I think you had it, you had it for yourselves. You actually need to to do as much as possible to build value. And there are a lot of things that can actually contribute towards helping you build value as an entrepreneur. And maybe uh, just to go to to our last question for the day was one one other thing that I've actually seen in Zimbabwe. I think it's um it's quite an interesting trend. 
in most industries, in most sectors, there is actually a lot of competition. Someone starts a business, maybe if if you recall, I think just about four years back, mm. there was um they they there was something a trend that actually happens in Gerejud. Mm. Basically, someone just started, they figured out a business, everyone else started copying. The same the same thing happened with combis, the same thing happened the, the same thing is <laughs> exactly the potatoes in sex. The, the, the sack potatoes. <laughs> so it, it actually seems that for any business that you can start in Zimbabwe. And company you, registration. Yeah, and company registration. MJ is selling as many companies. Everyone, yes, everyone, everyone actually is selling companies. So it seems, it seems as if in any industry that you can actually think of entering in Zimbabwe, you are never alone. Like right now, if in another industry that has a lot of competition emerging is the board dealing industry. I think <laughs> everyone now is a read. They, everyone. Think, they think everyone who, buy, who buys, who, who invests into yeah. that services, they have to be in Samura Mashe. They, they have to be in Samura Mashe, which is also <laughs> another trend. So um, what advice do they actually have for, for entrepreneurs? Things that are right. And we're actually saying maybe the, um, the, the possible exploitable market might actually maybe be be smaller than what it would be if mm. things were if things were actually normal. So for someone out there maybe who is um, who, who is actually operating in a competitive field right now, where there are a lot of competitors and if there is competition, if people are competing, one, one thing that happens is that people are forced by pressure to lower their prices, mm. which is actually something that happens. And there is something that I hear that whenever you actually lower your price by 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 one percent you are eating into your profit into your profits by by, by over ten percent mm, mm. which is which which is enlightening if i may say mm. so how does um how does an entrepreneur actually fight off competition thank you very much i hate competition all right competition is for sissies i like okay. dominating all right because if you compete the problem with competition is for example, if uh, I'll give it to, to MNJ, I think the story is also yeah. in the book. When you mm. compete, if you just beat your competition, you think you're better. Have you ever noticed people running in a, in a in a like right now the Olympics? People yeah. are running in a track. Mm -hmm. Have you ever noticed that these people, if they were really fighting to dominate, you mm. could have someone maybe who have run less than nine seconds. Right. But because someone has already beat people by two, three meters. Why are you running faster? Mm -hmm. So I'm actually saying, instead of focusing on competition, I think Tamuga actually know what we do at MJ. Yeah. We have never charged someone mm -hmm. comparing prices in the industry. Yeah. We do what is best for us. Mm -hmm. Even if we are very expensive, yeah. that is too okay because that's what our costing is telling us. All right. So domination becomes mm -hmm. very key. Competition kills the business. Mm -hmm. Competition is good for the customer. Mm -hmm. It's not good for someone who is selling the products or the services. Yeah. For example, in the board drilling uh, business, mm -hmm. some are now charging uh, as little as eight hundred dollars to for a eight hundred for a forty meter hole. Mm -hmm. Initially, I think most of the people they were charging two thousand five hundred for that same same, same service mm -hmm. when competition was still very low. Mm -hmm. So what I want to say is fight to dominate in your industry mm -hmm. and those who are also pace setters in the industry they tend to relax mm -hmm. they think that uh, whatever this good uh, like this good season is going to last it doesn't last mm -hmm. 
you are supposed to be continuously innovative. Yeah. Like what I said mm. initially, those who were pioneers in the board drilling industry, mm -hmm. their goal was not to relax continuously drilling these walls. Mm -hmm. They were supposed now to start selling equipment, uh -huh. getting the equipment, which actually what was used into, in the board drilling. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to find space, having space for those trucks mm -hmm. which are used into board drilling. Yeah. A lot of things they were supposed right. to supply these people, they now perceive as their competitors. Mm -hmm. I will bring the story to MNJ. Mm -hmm. We started of people that think maybe MNJ is doing company registration, which is a lie. Yeah. We are not making money from company registration like most of the people they would like yeah. to think. The thing is, we now we now into softwares. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot yeah. of our competition which is which is coming to us mm -hmm. with their clients for us to install those softwares because they can't offer those types of softwares. Yeah. And we know that is going to take them ten to fifteen years mm -hmm. in order for them to start installing those those particular softwares, softwares and to yeah. understand what is really needed in that business. Mm -hmm. So it's always about, like what you rightfully said, is yeah. always about using the blue ocean strategy. Competition mm -hmm. is bad. Mm -hmm. You can even get into a business where there's a lot of competition like board ring, yeah. and you can easily beat them because why? They are just focusing on price. Mm -hmm. They are not focusing on selling. The person who is going to sell better is going to charge a bit more. All right. So it's a matter right. of understanding. The person who has got better selling skills can sell those goods or services at a higher price mm -hmm. and making a higher profit right. and making their business thrive. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for that. And as you heard, um, everything actually lies on sales. Was, uh, I, I was actually thinking about something. But so, so this, it actually makes the world go, go around. Was basically saying, if, um, if, if let's maybe say you have a business that is selling safety way, if a salesperson sells safety way, they are going to get a commission. They will go in okay. They are going maybe to, 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 to pick maybe a, a, a two kgs of rice. Mm. It's a farmer mm. that is actually benefited from the sale. That farmer is eventually going to get a tractor. Mm. Another company is actually one. That tractor is going to be putting in fuel. Mm. It's another company that is actually winning. So, so, so basically, it's all interconnected. So the best way to build your competition is to actually focus on sales and to actually push, to keep on pushing. And I think there is also something that you actually raised. It's important to be paranoid mm. as an entrepreneur. Mm. If times are good, it doesn't mean they are always going to be good. I think uh, as everyone was actually entering into 2020, people had very big ambitions, mm -hmm. very big dreams, going into a new decade, things are going to change. And then in March, everything just went dark mm -hmm. and everything just went down. Uh, I would like to thank you, Mr. Jerry, for joining us for, for this session. And uh, thank you to everyone who's been watching us and um, from, from wherever you are in Zimbabwe, in South Africa, in the whole world um keep on uh, keep on supporting us get this copy of uh, of the chartered vendor i tell you there are a lot of business lessons in this book sales marketing hr how you can actually build your team so maybe just to part what would you actually have for for our viewers all someone right. is going to sell to you if you fail to sell to someone else all right so they have right. to just to sell everyone has to know how to sell every entrepreneur is out there they should start investing into sales. 
this is the lifeblood of their organization. They need to build their companies. They need to build their families. They need to build their churches. We need to build our country. Thank you. Ah, thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Jerry. So you had it for yourself. You either sell or be sold. Thank you so much. Darlington, Darlington.